This is the European edition of Breaking Banks, the world's number one fintech podcast and radio show. We bring you the European unicorns, startups, founders, regulators and leaders innovating the rapidly evolving fintech scene today. A truly localized podcast with both English and local language content with some of the world's most well-known hosts and influencers in the fintech sector globally. Join us every week as we explore what makes the European Union a phenomenal proving ground for many of the fastest growing fintech plays in the world today. Okay, let's roll. Hey guys, uh, welcome back to Breaking Banks Europe. My name is Matteo Rizzi. I'm the executive producer of the show. Today is show now n- number 143. Wow, this is getting a long journey. And today we talk about Cyprus. I actually was there, uh, invited by Andreas, uh, who is one of the guests uh, uh, today at the great uh, Cyprus, uh, Cyprus FinTech uh, event. You know, the, the largest uh, in the island is going to be one of the topic of, uh, of today. And we have three estimated guests with us. I will start with Andreas and, uh, as usual, give him a couple of minutes to introduce himself. Andreas, welcome to Breaking Banks Europe. Thank you, Matteo, for hosting us. Uh, hello, everyone. I'm Andreas Livadiotis. I'm the CEO and founder of XYLA Technologies. We are an online trading platform software provider where we offer all the software needed for a brokerage to run their business, trading platform, CRM, risk management solutions, social trading, integrations with payment providers, and liquidity providers like crypto exchanges, stock exchanges, and forex exchanges. I also do every year the Cyprus FinTech Summit, which gathers uh, international speakers and uh, the Cypriot fintech scene into a huge, big networking party, let's say, that everyone uh, enjoys. And thank you, Mateo, for coming last Friday to our event. And it was was such a pleasure hosting you. Great. Uh, Nicolas, welcome as well to uh, Breaking Banks Europe. Hello, Mateo. Thank you for the invitation to be part of this podcast. Um, I do uh, find a lot of meaning in participating in such events. I find them very valuable for myself as a listener as well. So I'd like to give some value. I am uh, the managing director of Salvus Funds. We're based in Cyprus and we specialize in helping a lot of startups uh, that uh, aim to offer regulated services, services such as crypto asset services or investment services such as online trading. So we help these startups get uh, their first foot to the door of uh, being regulated and then passport their services throughout Europe. Thank you so much again. Great. Um, thank you, Nicolas. Uh, Vladimiros, welcome to Breaking Banks Europe. Please introduce yourself. Hi, Matteo. Thank you. Uh, my name is Vladimiros Panos. I have been in the online trading uh, industry since 2012 in various positions, most recently with Exclusive Capital as a Chief Operating Officer. And before that, I actually worked with Andreas with X-Valley Technologies. So uh, you can say I've also been part of the startup ecosystem since 2014 with Andreas. 
Uh, right now, I'm uh, more of a fintech enthusiast, uh, looking at various um, various uh, technologies coming around. As Nicola said, also with regulation, I always find it fascinating to see how these companies navigate the regulatory landscape. And yes, that's it. Great, Vladimiros. Thank you. So, guys, you know, let's make this talk a little bit provocative and interesting as of now. You know what? You know who is missing in this show? A bank. And I and it's not because we didn't try it. You know, it's it's just that you know, apparently there were not many bankers. You know, in the in the show, and I invite them to join next year because the show was amazing. And I'm talking about. Uh, the, the Cyprus fintech uh, fintech summit I would uh, in, and it's, and it looks like the the true like engines of the ecosystems are the entrepreneurs the investors uh, the regulators uh, the 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 bureau of the of the lawyers so the ones that are uh, sort of uh, trying to make uh, Cyprus which is an incredible uh, like uh, ecosystem in terms of uh, how diverse it is you know how like a different cultures but as well as uh, a strong uh, entrepreneurship culture and and presence and it's not a coincidence that uh, there is a huge crypto community in the in the island so my first question straight to andreas is uh, where are the banks in the ecosystems well that's very easy to say they are nowhere uh, Cyprus is great for business, is one of the best uh, places to establish your company or to move your headquarters after you scale up uh, in another country. And that's the typical scenario for Cyprus. Uh, most of the companies, they will move to Cyprus straight after they scale up. But we are missing a huge player and bank uh, that will take care of all these companies because most of the companies, they will do their banking outside Cyprus. They will keep Cyprus banks for their day-to-day -day business, like paying the bills, the electricity bills, but that's it. And also, a funny story, uh, the Revolut uh, owner used to live in Cyprus 12 years ago, and the inception of Revolut and his dream was to create Revolut in Cyprus. But uh, after a couple of months and realizing that this is impossible, he moved to UK. But 12 years later, he's back in Cyprus, and we hope to keep him the second time. Are you talking about my friend Nikolai? Yes. Hey, hi, Nikolai. This is a cheers for you. We're waiting for you at Breaking Banks. Nikolai and I. Go back almost a decade ago, back when I was uh, when I started my career as as an investor. So, Nicholas, and uh, all of a sudden, I realized that you and I bumped into each other, you know, during the show because now all of a sudden your your face looks familiar, but you had sunglasses. That's why I am, I, I am that guy. Yes, exactly. That's why uh, you know it, it took a little bit to before uh, recognizing you. So, what's your reaction? You know, and and uh, and. Uh, and of course, we need the financial institution, especially because if you are in the business of uh, like uh, getting non-regulated business, uh, you know, under regulation, of course, you know the importance of the big players, right? But uh, uh, how come uh, that are not yet that present? And what do you think is the right uh, like a path, you know, to to involve them? 
So I, I, I'm partly in agreement with Andreas, um, but I, because I, I see, first of all, I like your characterization of uh, a few stakeholders like the entrepreneurs, the investors, and the banks as the machines of uh, any ecosystem, any particular this one. Uh, I like that characterization. I do agree with Andreas in partly saying that um, the banks do not claim their spot on the table so far. Um, but this is not because of a, a cautious strategic decision not to invest or emphasize in, uh, in becoming um, a, a major participant in helping this grow, but because they have their own challenges which um, are a few and um, have to do with the size of the island, um, a crisis we had uh, 10 years ago, AML challenges and all these things. But um, myself being uh, by design an optimist, what I see is that, and that's the beauty with capitalism, is that they have been sorting out their own internal issues and they have every incentive, that being incentive for profit, um, uh, primarily, to step up their game and claim their spot on the table. So yes, at the moment, they are not active um, in uh, contributing uh, to accelerate or facilitate all these, and there are many, and uh, an immense array of business model of different startups, different fintechs on the island. They are not at the moment claiming their spot in being their number one partner, but I do see a path forward that will uh, incentivize them to step up and become, uh, not all of them, a few of them, that will strategically choose to separate themselves from the, from the pack and become specialized banks that support uh, these sometimes complicated operations with dedicated teams and dedicated uh, products for them. Super interesting, uh, Nicolas. Thank you. And, you know, I was actually thinking uh, that uh, if I try to compare, you know, the Cyprus ecosystem with uh, other ecosystems in, you know, especially in Europe, uh, and I'm thinking of, you know, the obvious, uh, one could think that the obvious comparison could be Malta, right? Because, but just because they're both islands, right? And and because they, they have like an autonomous sort of, uh, a very strong financial systems because uh, the you know a lot of uh, in the case of Malta like betting companies as uh, uh, you know have chosen the 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 that particular uh, like a regulation system to be hosted within. But then I think wait a second, Luxembourg is also a great comparison. You know, so it's a country where you cannot develop uh, startups just for your own country because it's too small, right? So you tend to, as an entrepreneur, and Vladimiros, I'm about to, I'm about to call you in. So, as an entrepreneur, you need to focus on solution that can be, by definition, I want to say geography agnostic, and then then cross the borders, you know, of the of the island, and uh, like uh, being able to 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 get to get sold everywhere in the world because nobody develops a solution for Cyprus only, right? Right, Vlad? Yes, uh, that's exactly right. <laughs> Developing an ecosystem in Cyprus for Cyprus, it's uh, it's a no-go. Basically, the market is too small. 
Uh, that's why, as Andreas said, the local banks are mostly focused on uh, operations inside the, um, the actual island. So for, for paying your staff, for paying the bills and so on. Um, that's where a lot of new fintech uh, startups came in. They filled that void uh, with uh, EMIs or payment providers across the globe. Because uh, as in the brokerage industry, we do, there's a global reach. So we are trying to reach Latin America, Africa, Asia, the rest of Europe, and so on and so forth. So we needed to find solutions that could accommodate all those payment uh, systems across the globe. A lot of very interesting uh, fintech providers have actually managed to do that, integrate everything in one. So the local banks basically just play the role of uh, handling your operations. Not, not much more than that. Got it. Uh, Andreas, I think that you have a lot to say about, uh, you know, building a solution uh, in Cyprus that is uh, intrinsically global, right? And uh, you, have, you have been in touch with most of the, uh, un, you know, local entrepreneurs as the one who has built the, the, the community what is their feeling, you know, as, as an entrepreneur? How is it being an entrepreneur in the island? And then please, uh, Nicolas, build on. Mateo, when I started uh, to build my startup, it was uh, seven years ago. And the ecosystem was very small. Uh, most people, they didn't, did not even know what is a startup, what is an investment, what is funding, what is a seed round. Slowly, slowly, we have seen that uh, incubators have been opened up. Uh, we have seen funding, good funding rounds from Cypriot founders because Cyprus is full of uh, international founders, is full of international companies. But I'm speaking for uh, Cypriot companies developed by Cypriot brains. We have seen successful companies making uh, good uh, uh, finding good investors and growing up in the Cypriot and international markets. I believe the system still has, uh, the ecosystem still has a lot to go, but we have seen uh, a good growth overall. We have seen more people getting involved. And uh, I think with our help, uh, the old founders, with our experience, uh, with our mentorship, and of course, with the helping with funding smaller companies, and slowly, slowly, we can build a better ecosystem. And I'm positive, and I believe people like you could have a look into Cyprus ecosystem and find good opportunities. I I have a I have a slightly uh, different opinion than Andreas. Then, first of all, Mateo, as you said, you can compare uh, Cyprus to Malta, and it comes, uh, you know, readily to mind because both countries are islands. But I, I was recently in a discussion, and someone said jokingly that depending on the size, everything, uh, even the American continent is an island. But um, if you look at what Cyprus has achieved. Then, especially upon the, the range of uh, services that I touch upon, investment, payment, and crypto asset services, 
I see no other uh, comparable country within Europe that has managed to attract um, such a variety of talent pool already, such a variety of founders already. And when I say variety, I mean uh, backgrounds, where they were before and where they're coming now, uh, what they were doing before and what they're doing now. Some of them were employed in Credit Suisse. Some of them were employed, uh, early employees of Revolut. Some of them, um, you know, were doing something totally different. So for that thing, I I can, I am business Cyprus and I am, I am a Cypriot, but this is not about, um, you know, being proud of a nation. It's about the reality that Cyprus has managed to uh, really uh, set up itself as a unique uh, hub for a variety of business models that all uh, complement each other. If you, if you think of Luxembourg, the first thing that comes in mind is probably investment funds and then some new disruptive startups. If you think of Marta, um, you think of gaming, uh, gaming, 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 online gaming, and their experiment with uh, the virtual assets uh, services license provision. But Cyprus, it's it's a very strong mixture of all this. So that's that refers to your previous question. But in in regards to what Andreas said and how how entrepreneurs feel and what we experience firsthand in dealing with them and ourselves being entrepreneurs, but not in the um, in the scalable online global space, what we see is that these uh, these people are now in the fortunate position out of an unfortunate situation, the COVID situation, to have incredible uh, talent choosing Cyprus uh, to be digital nomads or anything like that, or just simply to you know remotely work work from home. Um, to offer their very specific knowledge in terms of uh, software development or operations, or maybe being the, their advisors to take their startup to the next level. So the, the, the slight disagreement I have with Andreas is that Andreas is positive, like looking to the near future and uh, the, the latest developments. I am extremely surprised by what we already have in place. And I am also extremely um, eager to see what's coming uh, what's coming up. Andreas again said 12 years ago, we lost uh, Nikolai of Revolut, fair. Now he's back, he's back with a, a regulated entity under SISEC. They're gonna, it's gonna be their crypto asset services provider within Europe. This is huge, this is a, a huge investment. We do know for a fact that um, Binance is in the island as well, another huge player, and a number of less known brands, but huge in terms of employees they um, they employ, uh, budgets in terms of marketing, uh, in innovative products they, they bring about. So already um, we see founders that are not your average founder that has an idea and is, you know, um, passively and modestly trying to see if he can make anything out there. We see founders that have seen uh, what has uh, been achieved elsewhere, and they realize there is nothing different 
for them being here at this time and age in 2022, uh, doing it out of Cyprus. And in addition to that, they already have the talent, the talent necessary to scale fast. So I'm not only positive, I see uh, actual um, growth, I see actual participants that are um, not, not, not behaving as startups at all. They, they know they are one, two, three very well, and they're going for four, five, six. So I, I believe we should start talking about Cyprus as not established in terms of how you compare to Tel Aviv, which is next door, but a very, very serious contender to be in the top 10 um, ecosystems at the world at the very moment. It's super interesting, Nicholas, what you were saying, because uh, you you keep like saying the word talent. Eh? And I think this is where, I mean, this is one of the battles uh, that uh, Cyprus should uh, fight, in my opinion, for different reasons. Don't forget the fact that there are uh, very, and you know, guys, I live in Lisbon and Lisbon has done of the digital nomads, uh, of the fact of, you know, hey, you know, developers uh, come work in the sun, guess where uh, Revolut has put and, and many other financial institutions have put their uh, like a development uh, uh, headquarters. So this uh, policy of uh, like uh, attract uh, talent uh, and uh, further develop uh, the existing one, I think it would be, and it is, a very smart uh, uh, a very smart way of enhancing and promoting the Cyprus ecosystem. I wonder, though, whether the marketing to do this is enough, because the fact that uh, you know the 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 and you know, thank you, Andreas, for being the like the ideator and and the engine of it. But uh, uh, I think that the fact that uh, the the not many people know much outside maybe of the crypto enthusiast, you know, about the possibilities that the Cyprus ecosystem can, can bring. And this is how I propose to kick off the second part of the show. We will start by talking about uh, the talent ecosystem and what do we collectively think uh, uh, the island should do to make it stronger. For now, stay with us and we go on a short break. Do you want to be part of Breaking Banks Europe? Reach out and learn more about the opportunity to be featured in one of our shows. With over 1.6 million listeners and counting, Breaking Banks Europe is bound to become the place to advance critical dialogue in Europe and the UK fintech scene. Reach out on Instagram or Twitter at BreakingBanksEU or go to www.provoke.fm. Hey guys, so welcome back to episode 143. We talk about the Cyprus uh, ecosystem. Zoom in with Andreas, uh, Nicolas and Vladimiros. So uh, Vladimiros, uh, we ended up the first uh, part of the show uh, where uh, Nicholas was talking, uh, rightly so, about uh, what I would call the talent battle, right? So the fact that uh, uh, there are uh, undoubtedly, maybe more specifically so in the crypto 
digital assets uh, space, but there are a lot of talents in the island. And the fact that, uh, you know, there could be an opportunity to promote Cyprus as, uh, I want to say, the new paradise for digital nomads, okay? That, you know, thanks to, thanks to, thanks, but no thanks to COVID, uh, of course, the, 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 you know, the shift in the way people work, especially in, uh, uh, you know, in, in something that is completely relatable, right, to our business, uh, uh, has now taken an, a new a new dimension. Don't you think this would be a great opportunity, Vlad? Yeah, it is a great opportunity, and it's actually an opportunity that's being materialized uh, right now. We see um, many many companies relocating their offices. We see many software developers moving here. The government has been uh, has been very kind to these initiatives in terms of tax benefits and tax incentives. Um, but again, the only problem we have, the big elephant in the room, are the banks. Banks are not as um, willing to accommodate certain parts of uh, the industry or of any industry, like, um, for example, uh, gambling or these this these kind of industries which are considered high risk and Nicolas would know better about this. Um, but uh, we see that um, the banks again are a big issue. They are not as accommodative as they should have been. They need to step up to keep up with the fast pace that everything else, the tax incentives and the whole environment has contributed to these companies. But then, guys, there is something that uh, really makes me ask the question. So there is one friend of the banks uh, that technically is also the best friend of startups when they row in the same direction, who is the, which is the regulator, right? So, you know, banks are, in general, listening to what the central bank is saying, uh, and uh, they must... You know, they must have seen what has happened in other ecosystems and figuring out that whenever the regulator becomes, I want to say, startup friendly or even fintech friendly, you know, we have been consulting to a couple of uh, uh, fintech regulations in, in emerging markets, even in like small markets like Mozambique. And the effect on the ecosystem was, uh, was immediate. Now, the challenge, of course, is that we are called if you talk about like digital assets and crypto and blockchain startups, the regulator might be not uh, like uh, super aware or like uh, technologically aware as well. But uh, I almost want to ask you guys, uh, you know, is are they playing a, a relevant enough role or like a satisfying enough uh, enough role? What is the message that you would like to convey? if the regulator was in this uh, podcast, Andreas? Mm, that is a, a very hard question. Well, uh, regulation, it could be something we all need because we know people take advantage when they are in a position to, to um, trick, let's say, their clients and manipulate their clients and so on. So regulation must be in place. We don't want the bad players to be here in Cyprus and doing uh, the bad things based from here. And this is not uh, our vision. But regulation should not be 
stopping the, the innovation. So it should have a limit on how long you need to take uh, to apply for a, a license. It should, uh, it should be something like, uh, for that, I think Nicolas is better to answer because I don't have much uh, experience with the regulators. But what I see around me is people who want to innovate. They want to operate from Cyprus. They are only, they are huge delay is regulation and banking. Andrea, thank you for the, for the pass. Um, maybe I have pulled the discussion towards uh, the regulated services space. Again, these are the investment services, think of online trading, robo-advisors, payment services, which is your new digital banks, uh, and these kind of things, and yeah, crypto asset services. But that's just part of the equation. So because this is only part of the equation to the regulator that effectively affects the development of these startups, I would say step up. It's uh, it's in the interest of all of us. That's all. They, they know what step up means. Uh, faster responses, um, and better recruitment of people that review uh, any of these applications. But I don't want to limit our discussion towards uh, only the regulated space of services because we have companies like uh, LearnWords, which is uh, a, a learning uh, management system provider, um, which has, um, I, am, I am a client of this actually, so I have first-hand experience and they have a, a top uh, offering, which have uh, raised 32 million uh, of funding. We have um, companies uh, that are started in Cyprus and their specialization are, uh, you know, the, the, the creation distribution of ads, um, ad networks. We have uh, esports related um, startups. So by all means, yes, uh, the regulators, in, in particular, um, those dealing with uh, the three services I deal on should step up their game. But it, it, at the end of the day, it may be only a part of the ecosystem of startups in Cyprus. Because as I mentioned, there is a, a great variety of startups that do not need to go this uh, cumbersome regulatory process. And um, they just, you know, flourish uh, simply by being able to scale. Now, in regards to talent, because Mate, you mentioned uh, that's something you find interesting, and the question about how Cyprus could market itself better to attract um, uh, this talent. To be honest, what we are seeing now on the island is that we are unfortunately benefiting from an unfortunate situation. The geopolitical situation in Ukraine, and the thank you but not thank you, uh, the way you put it about COVID, is somehow uh, making people come to Cyprus either for safety, either for stability, either for the sun and the sea, uh, but also because they, they get on the internet and they check for companies like in our space, Exness, who gives you know everyone a mini cover. Uh, once they get uh, hired, or Brain Rocket, who is, um, if you go on their homepage, they are, um, although they are a software development company, their homepage is dedicated to relocating people to Cyprus for uh, um, uh, them becoming part of their team. 
So, Erica, I am I am coming from the regular services space. I am very excited about that, but the discussion uh, it's broader than than this, and it includes uh, startups uh, in the esports category, in the advertising ad tech, in the in the learning systems category, and then of course the, the very big players, online trading and crypto services. Actually, there is, uh, there is one pillar of the ecosystem that we have not talked about just yet. And I think it's worth uh, like, uh, exploring a little bit uh, how, is, uh, uh, you know, how are the specificities you know, of, the, of the Cyprus ecosystem, which is the investment pillar, you know, the investors pillar, better said. Because what I could imagine is that uh, there are a bunch of uh, like, uh, former exit entrepreneurs that are, uh, you know, coming back like the Cyprus uh, diaspora, you know, usually in rather small ecosystem, that is how the very small startups are, are seeded. But then if we're talking about uh, like a B2B software startups, typically, or around uh, a $30 million round, uh, like the one you mentioned, Nicholas, then I think that uh, the, the, you know, being visible to larger, uh, uh, a larger VC market, especially because we just said that uh, we are not waiting for the banks to go funding the, the, the startups uh, is absolutely necessary. What is, let's talk a little bit about the, the investors uh, landscape, whether it is like, uh, you know, family offices, uh, angel investors, uh, institutional VCs, and I'm pretty sure there are not, uh, there are no corporate venture capital, right? Who wants to give it a shot? Vlad, you want to start and then you guys build up? Yeah, sure. Um, the, the investment capital aspect of the, of, the, of the fintech ecosystem is it's unorganized. I think that's the correct word to say. It's unorganized. There's, let's say, someone wants to start up a new fintech company. They have a great idea. How do you, how do you start? There's only two, three places you can go to for advice, uh, such as a few incubators, which are not at the level of incubators in London or San Francisco, let's say. So what they typically do, they create a pilot or an MVP, and they try to attract uh, big companies to invest in their assets. But that's more... there's no organization in the actual space where someone can showcase their product. And that's an issue that has to be addressed at some point because there are very smart people in Cyprus. They are building excellent products, but they just cannot get to market. Vlad, I saw, I saw recently an interview by the, the guys that founded Crowdbase. Uh, I think you are aware of them. Um, and that's, that's one of the things that, um, you know, the, the crowdfunding, um, their crowdfunding platform, it's one of the things that I, I would expect will instigate more people to use, you know, uh, this kind of stages to present whatever they are building and source funding. Of course, it's not enough, but it's one example of, um, a startup itself uh, ar- arising uh, to fill the gap where something at the moment 
uh, is not being provided. So this, this crowdsourcing initiative by these guys, uh, it's legit and uh, hopefully it's gonna get some traction. But um, let me tell you a story. I was recently invited in a, in a hotel in Limassol and I was among others uh, presented a, a series of uh, five or six startups from all over the world. Very interesting startups. One was about uh, groceries, um, ordering groceries from your mobile app in uh, Indonesia. The other one was uh, about cosmetics from Korea in Europe and this kind of things, very interesting. And after uh, the presentations concluded, the presentations, by the way, were virtual. Nobody was there except uh, those that organized it and us. And I talked to a few investors that have participated in, uh, in, in previous rounds. They told me that, uh, of course, they care about the business model, um, but they care mostly about the team. And um, funding, and Mateo, correct me if I'm wrong, it's a two-sided market. You need the investors, and you need what this guy said, a, a good business model that is being put together by great teams. And I believe uh, one side of the funding equation, we have it. We have great products coming out uh, and we have good teams, talent, the, the thing I mentioned before. Now, I'm, I'm not so sure to what extent, um, you know, Airbnb needed to have rooms to rent first before they could attract visitors to rent those rooms. In this case, we maybe we need more startups that go out there and they uh, capture attention before we can capture the attention of investors to come to Cyprus um, and they make the effort to source this kind of uh, you know investment opportunities. This, this, these are my thoughts on the on this thing. Andreas, what's your take? I agree with Nicolas that uh, this is the case. Uh, but I would like to point out that uh, Cyprus um, will help you to develop your uh, startup and uh, you will find a lot of talented people to hire and there is a lot of uh, governmental uh, plans for you to hire uh, people from outside Cyprus. But it's also a hard job to to fi to find the right people so we need to organize the system it still needs more organization it still needs better portals for hiring and it still needs a lot of help from uh, the government and the new ministry of research and innovation mr kokinos the the minister will uh, we will have a, a discussion with him also next time you come madeo we can bring him to the show and he can tell us more about what is the plans of the government but andreas you know you you and i uh, you know talked about you know we should let's make uh, a like a startup challenge in cyprus okay and i was asking you okay uh, you know who do you think we should bring should we do like a cross-tech uh, startup challenge uh, you know not only fintech of course because you know it goes broader it goes into digital assets, it goes into blockchain solution, like a notarizing, like a notarizing art transaction, you name it, that's fine. But my question is, if we do something like this, do you think investors will come? 
And do you think there are, uh, do you think there is enough? Uh, it is true, uh, it is true, Nicolas, that uh, Airbnb didn't have any, you know, a lot of rooms before they, they get to the first investment. I, I agree. Nevertheless, uh, when they raise the first money, you know, the, 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 the seed of Airbnb investors was, were like uh, previously successful entrepreneurs who gave enough money on their own pocket uh, to make a POC and to believe in the things, you know. And, you know, LinkedIn was the same, but we're talking about Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley, you walk two meters, you find a, an exit millionaire, you know, which I'm sure is not the same in, uh, in, in Cyprus, as in, not in many not exactly other... exactly the same. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so if that, if that is the case, uh, and, 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 uh, and, uh, and the network is disorganized, uh, what can they do to make it better? Well, exactly what you said. The competition will bring attention. The competition will bring investors. We will invite people from Europe, from Dubai, from San Francisco. We will bring the Cypriot. We will find every VC, every incubator in Cyprus, and we will bring everyone to the competition. And these kind of things, they will grow the Cyprus ecosystem, of course. Mateo, in your, uh, in your speech in the Cyprus FinTech Summit, I think you mentioned Africa as a as a place where you have or are investing, correct? Yes, indeed. How did you how did you end up in identifying or in sourcing uh, investment opportunities in that part of the world? Well, the thing is that uh, when you are in a position of uh, you know even with a little bit of money. The difference between Africa and Cyprus is that in Africa, with twenty thousand uh, dollars, you can already put in a put a company in a position to do an MVP. You know, hire the first uh, you know two or three people, and they will have six months runway. In 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 Cyprus, uh, with twenty thousand dollars, you can't even pay the lawyer to build the company. Correct. That is the that's the difference, right? So now. Let's put aside for a second, uh, you know, it would be extreme to compare, you know, Senegal and Cyprus is extreme, right? But there is one thing in common and is all these ecosystems that are uh, too small to thrive by themselves. So what they do is that uh, they, they build a catalyst, catalyst of investor, catalyst of startups, uh, you know, ecosystem catalyst, the FinTech Association, or the startup association, if a fintech association is, is too small. My question was, uh, with all these crypto millionaires that for sure, you know, they either pass by, you know, have their headquarters, have their teams, uh, you know, like, a, a, is there even like a, a Cyprus uh, a angel, you know, or, or uh, some way to say, okay, guys, we will do the scouting work for you. But you guys need to be, you know, our first eye, our first uh, extended uh, friend and family capital, you know? Is that, is that even possible or am I just reading? Yes. Mateo, there is one angel group of 15 business, successful businessmen in Nicosia who do exactly that. Andrea, what about, um, I'm aware of the network you're mentioning, but what about uh, other platforms like Cypress yeah. 
and Crowdbase, um, Equity Angel, we can find a project and we publish it on a crowd uh, crowdfunding platform, as you mentioned. And we can also get the seed, a good seed from uh, the public. And so it's more it's more interesting to people to be using that service, let's say. I think that the magic formula, guys, here is uh, find the two or three axes of development uh, that uh, will make, uh, that are making the Cypress ecosystem unique. You know, there are, uh, given like how much money is now going into Web3 and Metaverse uh, and blockchain-based options that are, blockchain-based solutions that are uh, broad, broader than, than financial services, uh, you know, once you get the two or three verticals you want to get specialized in, then you got the incredible weapon of, uh, you know, Cyprus as an attractive, uh, uh, like, environment to work for, like, uh, as, as a remote uh, workforce. And then the only thing you need is, uh, instead of fighting uh, 50 different battles uh, with 50 different armies by itself, uh, try to make a unified uh, a unified front. I mean, in, in this case, I always say that uh, this is what Luxembourg uh, successfully did, right? So they had, uh, and, and, and I know it for a fact because uh, with FinTech Stage uh, back in 2015, uh, we accompanied them. Uh, we did the first, uh, you know, the large uh, international uh, FinTech event there. And a couple of years later, they didn't need us anymore, rightly so. Because, but it was a unified work of the government, the investors, the startup ecosystem, the banks, the regulator, all together. Because otherwise, it becomes, uh, you know, a lot of energy for not a lot of results, unfortunately. Yes, I totally agree. It should be a unified effort, which is currently missing from Cyprus. And it's very obviously successfully in Tel Aviv and Israel. Vladimir, um, please go ahead. I agree with you guys, but I also believe you need a few success stories, like a few examples. For example, if Revolut started in Cyprus, people would pay attention to Cyprus. Angel investors would be coming to Cyprus to find the next big thing. You don't, uh, we don't have those uh, few examples that to, to say, hey, you know what? If you come to Cyprus, there are a lot of opportunities. Or maybe we have them and we don't promote them well enough. Exactly. And uh, private, private initiatives um, are you know the what is needed to showcase this? You need enthusiasts like Andreas, like yourself, like myself, to take uh, an initiative and start promoting this. Yeah, exactly correct. I think Nicolas is to the spot. We need the people. We need the the right team, and we also we need to find the good projects like Vladimir has mentioned, the, the exceptional projects that they started from Cyprus and they grow up and they become the stars of Cyprus. One thing is for sure, guys, is that, uh, you know, Breaking Banks Europe and myself, uh, you know, will be by your side. The moment, uh, because I know it will come next year or even earlier, if that's the case, uh, the moment you guys... Uh, Will decide uh, to uh, like uh, put uh, the put the energy and and gather once more the whole ecosystem uh, to a joint uh, to a joint effort. Uh, we will be there to talk about it uh, and uh, to help you attract uh, 
you know, speakers and even like uh, the Greek speaking diaspora that we already invited through LinkedIn. And I don't know if you guys figured out, but they all responded already. Yes, it was very nice. Thank you, Madeo. <sighs> guys, uh, thank you very much. We are uh, like uh, uh, arriving at the end of the of the show. Thank you very much for being honest, because uh, you know it is uh, it is not easy to sort of uh, uh, show the reality of an ecosystem that is uh, you know in the process of of becoming right. And uh, uh, but we really wanted to like give visibility to a great effort uh, and to an ecosystem that is uh, you know is looking for its identity is very close to get it. Uh, and it's only missing a little bit of, uh, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, for having seen uh, similar effort in other parts of the world, it just needs some structuring. And also people like you guys uh, willing, to put, uh, willing to put the effort. Andreas, Nicolas, uh, Vladi, thank you very much for being with us uh, today. Just uh, one sentence uh, where people can find you, maybe your website uh, or uh, on LinkedIn or on Twitter, so people can know know how to reach you. Andreas, uh, I'm mostly online on LinkedIn as uh, by my name, Andreas Livadiotis. That's the easiest way. Great, Nicolas. Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn as well, Nicolas Xenofundos, or you can uh, check out our website, salvusfans.com. And uh, it would be a pleasure to talk to anyone that has uh, any question or any suggestion in uh, regards to our discussion. Thank you, Mateo. Great. Vladimiros. Uh, same, on LinkedIn, it's Vladimiros Panos. Uh, that's where I'm most active. Anyone that wants to reach out, just uh, feel free. Guys, that is a wrap up of episode 143, Cyprus, Cyprus FinTech Ecosystem Zoom In. Thank you for being with us. Thanks for listening to Breaking Banks Europe, a Provoke Media podcast in cooperation with Fintech Stage. Don't forget to tweet us out, shout out, or post to the team at Breaking Banks EU on Twitter. If there's something or someone you'd like to hear on our cast, let us know. See you next week on Breaking Banks Europe.